back to First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. And we're here just as Bless up! <laughs> oh, no. That's right. Bless up. It's a coloured cutaway. It's a <laughs> coloured cutaway. I don't think... I can't speak for both of you, but I'm pretty confident that neither one of you is blessing up and securing the bag as much as you could be in your everyday life. Am I wrong? Is securing the bag mugging people? Uh, securing the bag. <laughs> I don't have time to explain what securing the bag is, but I can tell you that you're not doing it. You know why? Why? Because you are listening to they. Oh. They don't want you to win. They want you to fail. They want me to have a bag by the sounds of it. No, they don't want you to have the bag. So that's why you've got to get the bag so that they don't. (laughs) My rucksack's just over there. Does that count? It's not secured. I haven't secured secured that bag. They could come get it any time. They could? Shit. Do you have any advice for me to secure that bag? I got some advice. You might have gathered this is is the philosophy of mogul (laughs) pear-shaped visionary. (laughs) Full name. DJ Khaled. You might not recognize his name because it's not being shouted over anything. But one of the finer things in life that has uh, been brought into my sphere of consciousness is DJ Khaled's book. Believe it or not, DJ Khaled has a book. (laughs) It's called The Keys. Uh, The front cover is a beautiful resplendent lion munching on what looks to be a chocolate key. Single key. (laughs) Yeah, that's confusing to me. He says keys. I count one. Maybe the lion's there and ate the other keys. Maybe the lion is a key. In this life, who can know? But I've got a bit of uh, I've got a bit of advice from the mind of aforementioned pear-shaped visionary DJ Khaled that I think will really kick us off to a to a start that will help us win more. Okay. We're all about more wins all right. here. Joel, put in a uh, Khaled sting right now for the segment. Uh, DJ Khaled. Now I don't need to do it in post. <laughs> Choose your own wins. Your special cloth, and you're breaking down doors by being yourself. So the next major key is to choose your own wins. I just said that. What does that even mean? It means you've got to risk it all and bet on yourself. That doesn't mean you can't collaborate with people on big ideas. It means that when push comes to shove, you have to look out for yourself first. And part of that is knowing your worth. What is he saying? What is he saying? That was a whole paragraph and I didn't get anything. Special cloth, what is that? Wait, you, you is, was that you are special cloth, not you are your special, special cloth. cloth? No, 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 that is you are special cloth. Oh. Does that DJ like riffing Ka- on the cut from the same cloth expression? Maybe he thinks he's talking to a bag. Oh. And he's securing. Are we all bags? DJ Khaled has a rare condition. You've heard of <laughs> illusions of grandeur. DJ Khaled has illusions of satchel. <laughs> doesn't sound like Gradger very much, does it? No, it doesn't, Oscar, but it sounded like it in my head. Where were we? <laughs> in review, to wrap up, more wins, more life, bless up. I've been DJ Khaled. So that was uh, the intro to the preeminent DJ Khaled fan cast, apparently. Yeah. I'm just, this is a stepping stone for me. <laughs> Treading on all our skulls. Solve problems in the first world now. Live Bio in the fir- live live in the first world with DJ Khaled at my side in the future. And rule the galaxy like father and son. With your satchels clutched tight. This is not just a Khaled fan cast. So much more. <laughs> it is also a space, a safe space for you to spread out 
your teeny little gripes that aren't worthy of anything else, aren't worthy of a cry, aren't worthy of a shout from the rooftops, but a pod from the phone tops. (laughs) Yes. That's where we come in. We're basically like feeding on the little scraps from the problem table at this point. Yeah. Like if you, you know, when you've had your big fill of problems and there's some crumbs and you brush them off and the dog gets them. We're the dog. We're that dog. We're that dog, dog. Well, all the governments of the world and NATO and the UN, they've all been solving the big problems and they just well, kind of brush aside all the little horrible bits of gravy. Ah, my Wi-Fi. That's us. Yeah. We're ready. <laughs> That's Feed what you sound us. like. That's our nourishment. We're thirsty for problems to eat. In that case, are we hungry? I'm very hungry, both metaphorically and... I'm mean, I actually quite hungry. So <laughs> allow me to feed you. Let's you feed gentlemen. with problems and then feed with food. Here's one. Here's a scrap for you. Yay. And it's about hunger. This comes to us from Zish Music on Reddit. Thank you, Zish. Who says, I'm so hungry. Just not for anything I currently have in the fridge or cupboards. Yeah. I get that. I hear that. Mm. Do you see what I mean? That's, that's at the crux of a lot of stuff. Like, that's my day to day. You can do a big shop which you plan out for hours and look forward to receiving and as soon as it comes in and goes into the cupboard mm. it automatically becomes secondary to something you have outside of the cupboard mm-hmm. it's the dog with the bone and the puddle you know that one That's ah one. yes that, that always, that. well no it's the whole thing like the dog's got a bone it's not a puddle it's the river he looks in the river he's like oh that dog's got a better bone opens his mouth and drops the bone in the river the bone is the cupboard food and the river <laughs> is everything else Okay, I kind of see where you're getting. So that you're was saying told throw your food out in the river, into the river. I mean, it couldn't hurt. Um, I mean, that is that your solution? I'm so hungry, I will get rid of all my food. Well, he's not hungry for anything he's got, so what's the point? What's the point of keeping it? Yeah, because you might be hungry for that at Cut some your point. Your losses. Uh, it's too much forward thinking for my liking. Yeah, I was in a similar situation <clears throat> a couple of days ago, so I had a couple hours to kill when I was sat around the town. I was quite hungry, didn't have time to go home and eat all of my food that I had there, so I wanted something but i was not hungry for literally anything because <laughs> I, I could have gone to any shop pizzeria bakery man on the street got anything i wanted but i i couldn't make the connection in my head of like what is grumbles asking for grumbles being my stomach oh yeah the it, the stomach monster that pops up every kind of 12 hours monsters fair <laughs> <laughs> monster is very accurate always, astoundingly accurate always mm. best to anthropomorphize your organs into something you're scared of mm. in my experience I'm terrified of Grumbles. I, I abate him immediately. Yeah. It has led to a lot of problems. In we my have life. a little Grumbles in all of us. Um, see, yeah, I, I entirely get that. But the problem, I think, for me isn't what you're actually craving. I think it's a psychological imbalance of, I've eyed all of these things before. Mm. I know all of it. I, I'm, these are all known quantities to me. Therefore, there's no sense of wonder or excitement. Yeah. What I propose is a service in which when you do a big shop or an online shop, you also get a bag of secret items okay. that you are not allowed to look in. They get put in a small hatch in your kitchen mm. with a keypad on that you must text the store for a confirmation code when, when this exact scenario happens. It's quite a rigmarole so that people don't abuse this. Right. So every weekly shop, there'll just be a few items you have absolutely no idea about. I can guarantee you those will be eaten within a day because the appeal of a surprise meal... Is so much more than anything you have in the cups. It might be disgusting. It might literally be an entire bag of sprouts, but I, you'll cook them up. 
You mm. definitely will because the surprise and the the wow factor is there. Does Ooh, that sprouts? Does does the hatch prepare the food for you? And follow up question: Is the hatch refrigerated? What if you forget? The hatch is refrigerated. Okay, that's good. So, do you have to still prepare the food from the hatch before eating it, or is it just ready to go? I think that's a box you can tick when you sign up for the service. Okay. Do you want prepared or completely prepared ready meals or ingredients? Okay. Because see, I I like the idea of it being a secret door in your house yeah but i think rather than it being a service provided to you by a shop maybe it's a swap out cupboard where you can put in food that you like but you don't want right now close the door ah. open it again and it's swapped it's teamed you up with someone else it's p2p <gasps> oh i like it. someone else who's like mm, not really feeling this quiche and then you open your door and you're like wow quiche is th- who'd have thunk it are we see i love this like i'm envisioning kind of like neighborhood pipe systems yeah so everyone is kind of interconnected along the same road and mm. you can just kind of put it in the worry i have here is uh, are we aware of the wonder trade function from the most recent pokemon games i was just thinking about wonder trades yeah wonder trades uh for those who don't know basically you can put your pokemon into the ether and if someone else has done the same, you will get a swap. It could be literally anything, hence the, the term wonder. However, mm. what tends to happen is you'll wonder trade a lovely level 35 person that you've been, you know, leveling up and, and having an adventure with for a long time. And in return, you will get a level one Zubat every time. Every time. Are we not a bit worried that if it's only a one item swap in, you'll put in a lovely pasta sauce that you'll mm. look forward to later in the week. You just don't fancy right now and you'll always get back broccoli. Or Level one broccoli. Level Sorry. one broccoli. It hasn't <clears throat> even learned razor leaf yet. I mean, there is that. Maybe there's a uh, quantitative assessment that's done in the pipeline <laughs> that pairs you up in the same way that when you're matchmaking on a game, you get paired up with people who are a similar skill level to you. So it's a similar, it's a similar desirability. It's a similar taste tonic. Taste... Tastemaker. Tastemaker? No, no, that's the person doing it. That's yeah. Is that the judge who decrees this? Yeah, he's the he's the middleman. So okay. both both offerings come to the tastemaker. Go to the tastemaker. <laughs> he goes, okay. Well, you've that you've given this person a risotto, and you've given them peels, <laughs> nondescript <laughs> vegetable peels, just like Mama used to make. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not entirely sure this is a fair matchup. However, let me taste one. I mean, credit where credit's due. That's a pretty good peel. I reckon this guy's going to like this if he can get past the fact that it's it's nothing. And so he sends it out. So you go, and the other person there and goes, oh, what am I going to get? Risotto. Eh, this will do. There's <laughs> not, nothing on my peels, though. There's nothing on my peels. I, I kind of feel a bit hard done by. Now, how many times can you put food back in? It's a once-a-day thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to say, otherwise you just keep on hitting that button until you get something you want, and then... I mean, that is also fun. The idea of a complete food roulette from everybody on your street. That'd be like a double or nothing. Oh, that could be cool. So you you wage your more food in order to get one item back. So if you don't like what you're given first time, you have to get something of equal taste to the thing that Mm. you you put put it in. in there with it, close the door again. Yeah. So you shut the door on two, you open it up to a maybe better one. Yeah. Yeah. So you're the one person who puts in a pop tart and gets out like three meals. Like, oh, <laughs> all right, this went all right. It's clearly someone really, really wanted a pop tart. That'll do. See, I now this I am in love with. But the worry here is, at what point is this going to start kind of spilling over into day to day life? If it's with your neighbours, are you going to start strategizing <laughs> like in poker when you know who you're playing? You know what their tells are. Mm. You like you'll start knowing like it's a Tuesday. Moira down the road generally has cucumbers. And I know she doesn't like them very much. I'm not willing to gamble two, like, stir fries 
for yeah. cucumber. I think I'm going to go for pipe B, which will go directly to John's house, like kind of thing. Like, I think randomized matchmaking and global global connections. Global connections. So you could get some like very out there food from a completely different culture, completely different country. Okay, it's instant. We've invented teleportation. Yeah, I was it. We've invented. Telebo- okay, so it's not quite instant. It's it's just very very fast pneumatic pipes. Yeah. Also, I have a name. Okay. Which works better with the neighbor thing, but I still okay. Think- well, let's let's stick with the neighbors for now. We'll, we'll branch out for now. Global. So you know, in the olden times, you go towards your towards your neighbors. <laughs> you, yeah, I was going to say you march horribly towards. You go over to your neighbor's house to borrow a cup of sugar. Yeah. So let's call this cupboard of sugar. Ooh. 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 I like that. Is it cupboard O sugar? Cupboard O sugar. Must yeah. be an O. That's how it looks homely. Yeah. Folksy. The home the O has a handle and a door. Do we have a mascot? Because when, when Oscar said homely and comforting, I imagined Grumbles. a kind of like Aunt Bessie kind of style figure. Grumbles. Yeah, Grumbles. Yes. It's Grumbles. Grumbles old timey cupboard of sugar. <laughs> Wait, one fix. Dr. Grumbles old timey cupboard of sugar. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Dr. Grumbles. Hey, and there's already a Dr. Ertke, Professor Grumbles. <laughs> or we could go Cupboard with the, like, sugar. Grumbles PhD. We go with a European tinge and call it Shea Grumble. <laughs> Shea Grumble. Dr. Reverend Grumbles <laughs> Jr. <laughs> Wait, the third. Attorney at law. Esquire. 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 PhD. Cupboard of sugar. PhD. <laughs> Patent pending. Yeah. Are we happy with this? Yes. Yes, I am. I mean, happy with the name and the product. <laughs> I think that's kind of... A two t- for two. Yeah, happy that's, that's probably the biggest, or at least the most ubiquitous problem we've had on this show. And I mm. think we've, we've knocked that out of the park. Branding. I like that. Give me, give me that brand name one last time. Let's go in a round. So it was okay, Professor. Doctor. <laughs> Reverend. Grumbles. Junior. PhD. Attorney at Law. Esquire. The Third. Z. Cupboard. Oh, sugar. Yes. There we go. Perfect. Beautiful stuff. That, that, well, that's the title of the episode, right? Our business cards are going to be colossal. <laughs> mm, long and thin. Yes. Long very, and thin. Very long and very Business written. strips. Like, fr- oh, you can have it on a fruit winder. Ooh, them. <laughs> Why are more people not getting into the edible business card game? Oh, yeah, because you want to retain information. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> You eat the information. Oh. It's like nutrients. You get absorbed <laughs> yeah. into your body. You just know their phone number now. Mm. Ah. Yeah, there you go. That's another one to touch on another time. Okay. Edible business strips. Let's move on to a different problem. Oscar, do you have something gold? I've got something pewter at the very least. That's such a horrible metal name. It really is. Pewter. It's the only metal name that sounds like something rotting and fetid. No, bronze sounds like a growth. You think? Bronze. I don't know. No, bronze, no, the bronze Z makes is too me think of sheen. Yeah, same with zinc. Zinc is very futuristic. Zinc. It's got a Z in it. It's very clean. Whoa, now. It's like a future sink. (laughs) This sink is made of zinc. It probably will explode. (laughs) This was a terrible idea. But damn, the branding is excellent. This one is... I'm going to have to do a bit of a a voice for this guy just to truly uh, get across his outrage. This one comes from Kev, or English Homestead, on Twitter. What the hell, McVitties? When did this happen? 10 instead of 12? By the way, there's a picture of a twin pack of uh, Jaffa cakes, which say 20. I'm assuming there must have been 12 a pack before. Anyway, now we all have to have two each instead of my kids and wife having two and me getting my usual four. Frigging disgrace. Time to buy non-genuine Jaffa cakes, me thinks. 
Kev's pretty mad because they've gotten rid of the previously agreed number of Jaffa Cakes. <laughs> but it sounds like they've gotten rid of his Jaffa Cakes. Yes, it's come out of his overheads here. He went to sleep with a pack of 24. <laughs> he woke up. The top had been cut off. Hastily taped back together and scrawled 20 instead. When, when I say his, not his in the packet, his in future. Because yeah, his wife hasn't lost out. His kids haven't lost out. Hmm. He's the only person who's had their Jaffa Cake taking cut in half. Yeah. Which is, let's face it, if your favourite snack was reduced by 50%, you'd be quite upset. Is this what people think the corporation tax will be? (laughs) Yeah, they're going to open up a packet of custard creams and it's just going to be the the biscuits that are taking the cream out the middle. No. No, well, how do, you, how do you brand those, though? Because both custard and cream refer to the cream. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> so that. Was just... like... <laughs> <laughs> that would make so many relationships crumble. It's like, do you want anything from the shop? Yeah, could you get me... Tell me what you want. Every I... week. <sighs> I just want... <laughs> I don't know what you want anymore. Look, okay, get them for me. It's weird. I'm really craving... Just All day. Snack on, you know? Um, okay, might, so... Might have to edit in some, like, wind sounds. <laughs> Tumbleweed. Ooh, perfect, yeah. Okay, so in terms... <laughs> fuck me. Um, in terms of fixing his problem here, it sounds like what he needs to do is is tax his family Jaffa. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he suggested going off-brand. Let's just throw that off the table immediately. The off-brand Jaffa cakes are the worst kind of poison. Too easy. Mm. Too, too easy. easy. Mm. If there's easier ways to hurt yourself. This is the thing. Two off-brand Jaffa cakes do not equal the taste and deliciousness of one on-brand. No, you're like, comparing different metrics. You're comparing you're compa- apples to Jaffa cakes. They're different things. Jaffa cakes to other orange-based ingredient <laughs> things. Yeah, what is Jaffa? Because it's not orange. It's Jaffa. <laughs> it's just Jaffa. Jaffa is. <laughs> it's mined from the Jaffa wells. <laughs> is and always will be Jaffa. Is there a town called Jaffa where they pump it up? Yeah. Like Buxton or Bakewell. Jaffersville, Ohio. Weird that it would come out of somewhere famed for potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes and mysterious orange <laughs> jelly? Goo. Mind. Goo. What is it? Who is it? Jaffa. We are all Jaffa. Jaffa is one with us. <laughs> anyway, somewhat of a tangent. Taxing the family. Yes, tax the family I like, Jaffa. I like tax the family because that way... Yes, there'll be less Jaffa overall, but he won't have lost out on any Jaffa. And it sounds like that's all he cares about. Yeah. I mean, he's a very selfish, greedy man, but it's... But also, if you split the cost hmm. of losing that Jaffa between however many family members he has, let's I say, probably let's do the math. It's okay, not that so difficult. Let's say four. Let's say he has three kids and one wife. And he's getting his usual four. This is like a maths problem. So usually he has four, leaving yeah. eight. Yes. So you've basically got your, your wife and your three kids and your father yeah. figure. So they're all getting they're all getting two at the moment, and he was getting four. Yeah. So now, if he's getting two, that leaves eight left, right? Mm. Uh, no, they're he all still wants two. his four. Yeah, he still wants his four. So basically, what we have to do is take half. Are we of... doing socialism, capitalism, late stage capitalism? If I was Kev, I would take my four. Yeah. Okay. Late stage. Nice. Make. Take, take, take my four so I've got what I wanted. Yeah. And then make the others watch whilst I crunch up their Jaffa cakes onto the floor. And then explain to them, this is what happens when big corporations change their formula. They're probably going to be inspired to do something because quite clearly Kev could take this directly to McVitie, mm. but has decided instead to complain 
I don't know where I'm going with this. I mean, he's he's basically <laughs> gone from a 33% cut yeah. to a 40% cut yeah. of Jaffa Incorporated. And he's got to take that 7% from his family. Yes, absolutely. So does he pick on the weak kid or does he pick on the wife because she might forgive him quicker? Or See, I think to start with, what will happen is... I, I think we need to look at this like income tax. They're all above the, the one and a half Jaffa threshold. Mm. So they need to k- fill in their returns. Uh, they well, need to sit down with the forms and actually say, how much Jaffa did you consume in this period? And then he can take half from each of them. Yeah. However, as the years roll on, he might notice that actually some things start to go and he can start picking on individual ones and start targeting. So are we going to allow them to trade Jaffa credits? I think so. I think they'll be... In exchange for... Protection. Like, no, I was going to say chores, yeah. but prote- protection Also protection, Kev. yeah, because Kev is an angry man. So he's got his four. Yeah. Everyone else has one and a half. Yeah. God help you if he doesn't get his four. Mm. God help you. Then you need the protection. You've then you need the protection. You from... trade, you'd happily trade away half a cake to... Be spared Kev's wrath. <laughs> Jaffa wrath. His Jaffa-less wrath. His Raffa? No, it doesn't really work. cake. <laughs> <laughs> mm, delicious wrath cake. Serve you a hefty slice of wrath cake. <laughs> Sounds like a 90s wrestling move. <laughs> oh no, here comes the wrath cake! Yeah. Oh, cream everywhere. I mean, Where were we? I mean, taxation has to be the only way forward there, but I quite like the idea of more and more government policies being used in a Jaffa sense, mm. uh, kind of infecting this household. Like, at what point does the kind of help to buy scheme come into it? Whereas if they give enough Jaffa to Kev, maybe, maybe Kev gives a Jaffa back once in a while. It's like maybe. a pension plan. They mm. pay in, he pays back. So well, he doesn't. He eats. Well, no, so he, it is he, like a pension. No, plan. he eats, but he's keeping he's keeping a track of who's giving the most Jaffa to him. Yeah, and then if he's having four Jaffas on a regular basis, mm. he's gonna tire eventually. Soon, the sugar will overcome him, and he will say <laughs> no more, no more Jaffa. At which point, he's then got a surplus of Jaffa, and whoever's given him the most Jaffa leading up to the change wins is going to be entitled to more of their own and they'll be quite glad to have these rules make about as much sense as any pension plan i've looked into yeah yeah so there it is see i think that that is probably the best way to go but the trouble is like i i love this idea that kev has found a way of getting his four but in true capitalist fashion now that he has some of the jaffa He wants all of the Jaffa. So he's trying to actually wheedle his family out. Just like, well, you can have one and a half. Or if you give me the one and just have the half, you'll get back two at a later date. If you pay in, I'll pay out more Jaffa. I won't tell you when. I'm keeping a note of it. I'm keeping a note of it. I've got it written down. Somewhere. Somewhere. And so when you decide that you need it, and when you've earned enough... When you've given me Jaffa for long enough, I will give you back something. <laughs> and that's how pensions work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're an educational podcast. Yeah. yeah. Is, we do help people, right? All I can think about is Jaffa cakes. I know. I'm so hungry. Quick question. Are they a cake or a biscuit? Who's in the name. Yeah, but they don't look like a cake. They don't look like a biscuit. Yeah, well, they don't look like... Well, what are they? Okay. Jaffa. Jaffa is all. Jaffa is eternal and always will be. And always Bilby. Always Bilby. <laughs> That's his surname. It's Jaffa Bilby. Jaffa, middle name always Bilby. Jaffa always Bilby. It's Jaffa A. Bilby here Jab. at your service. Tony at law. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think we've solved that Jaffa taxation. Yeah, the Jaffa tax. Jaffa taxation, trade your Jaffa credits, Jaffa pension. Jaffa pension. 
Jaffa bonuses? Only only for Kev. Yeah. Realistically, he's Yearly the only Jaffa one... bonuses for Kev, for Kev because his bonuses, yeah, the most <laughs> That's Jaffa. That's Christmas, so, right? Yeah. yeah. He just gets big Jaffa packets for being such a good lord of Jaffa. Lord of Jaffa. And for letting them all have half a Jaffa cake every time he buys a packet okay. of ten. So, Kev, the solution is you are now bestowed the title Lord of Jaffa. Yep. All men are caked equal, some are more equal than others. That's communism. We've gone the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> all men are created equal. Then Kev took all the Jaffa. <laughs> Greedy. Right. So this comes from Camaquil. That's Camaquil on Twitter. They say, don't you just hate when you get a haircut and nobody notices? Yes. Tom, you're the worst person for this. You get a haircut. I'm pretty sure you got a haircut whilst we were talking. And I've... you didn't say anything. It's just so hard to keep up. This is the thing. My haircuts have slowed down now. I'm going about once every two and a half weeks. That's so many it's times. so often. Well, the thing is with my hair, it's very strange. My hair is on an accelerated path. It goes wild very fast. Mm. So regardless of the style when I cut it, within four to five days, it is a thick, thick mess that could potentially be an afro within two weeks. I think this is a problem that affects people like yourself that have a, a short cycle between each yes. cut because you're trying really hard to maintain a style mm. and you're putting in just as much effort as those people who get their haircut every four months but the people that get a cut every four months that's like a wow yeah that's a big change suddenly that's like you came out of the forest and had a shower yeah it's like how were you hiding that it's a big change when you don't have a cut regularly yeah however if you're maintaining you deserve some credit still you do because you're working hard on your appearance i mean the, the thing is it's a very nice thing for somebody to notice your hair Mm. and say, nice haircut. But often, I think, being on the other side of it, you don't want to have the awkward conversation. That does happen a lot. It's like, you look good today. You, uh, you had a haircut. And they just go, I haven't had a haircut in three months. I've just, I just thought my hair looked really bad today. I woke I up on it weird. Froze it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I froze anymore. it. I did icing with it. I was, um, I was working with a guy who I said this to, and I worked with him for a, a couple of months before I, like, I saw him one day and went, oh, nice haircut, man. He went, oh, I haven't had a haircut. I said, like, oh, it looks really different. What have you done? Oh, I showered. Oh. Now, this was a, a very long time after I'd started working there, implying that he hadn't showered that mm. amount of time. I'm not the world's most observant person, but I'm pretty sure I would have noticed if he'd showered. If that was his first. Yeah. I mean, I'm not checking in, but that seemed odd to me. But uh, you're right in that it is, if you, it's like asking someone, oh, when's it due? Yeah. Uh, mm. Not pregnant. Mm, not quite like that. It's not maybe. quite. Well, it's a, it's a very minor form of that. Yeah, it's so the same feeling. Maybe my, it's a case of coming in and saying, "Oh, your hair looks nice today," and then waiting for them to then leave. Oh, thanks, I got it cut. It's like I knew it. I I need more certainty than that. I think what you do is when you get a haircut, and there's a lot of fashion, especially in men's fashion at the moment, for indents and interesting cuts away and strange lines that you can put in your hair. Right? Okay, you're suggesting a date? Yes. Exactly that. I expect, like a sell-by date, but it's a date of cut. Okay. That just gets put in just, just on the sideburn, just a little bit, just a small one, that if anyone, ne like, really needs to check, they mm. can just have a look at it and just 17th. Right, okay, cool. And that's good in that it will grow out. Yeah. Yeah. Cover itself up. So if you can't see the timestamp anymore, that implies... They haven't had a cut recently. It's not yeah. a recent haircut. Okay. I mean, I think that's a near-perfect system. Can we find flaws with that? It works for shortcuts, maybe not so much for longer cuts. Uh, How would you fix a longer cut? Now, my initial thought would be uh, temporary dye. Okay, yeah, I can mm. see that. However, can see that. the one time I dyed my hair with 
temporary die was I went as Ron Weasley for a school book fair one year. I um, find this offensive. I didn't enjoy being ginger for the successive months. That doesn't help. I it didn't. doesn't make it less offensive. <laughs> but, but I didn't hate it because it was a good coverage. It looked good. It was weird, though, how long what was supposed to be a temporary dye job stayed. And I think if people want to get on board with this whole long, longer hair who want to have like a trim... Mm. If it's a small trim just to keep it in check, it's not going to be immediately noticeable. So I think maybe a dye, maybe a tint, or maybe we utilize some of the other senses. Maybe a smell. So like new car smell? Yeah. Oh, but new, new hair smell. New, new hair, smell. hair smell. I mean, is that what they already try and do in hairdressers with the weird aftershave they spray on the back of your neck? What barbers are you going to? Yeah, I've never had that. So basically, it's predominantly Turkish barbers, I find. There, there's a lot of... After, like, after they do like a little razor down the back of your neck, okay. you actually get some aftershave. And it's generally pretty pungent. So a lot of people could tell when I when I had been to the barbers because mm. I smelled like a oh, four-year-old man. neck scent. It's easy to pick up because you've taken to going neck first when greeting anyone. You go like neck to face contact over a handshake or a hug. It's I've grown used to it, but I can imagine that people who didn't know, if you just come fresh from a haircut, probably be a bit thrown off. It's bled into your expressions as well, which is odd. Neck to meet you is a strange (laughs) When will I see you neck? I necked this guy the other day and he just didn't... (laughs) I necked this guy the other day. More accurately, he forced his neck into me. (laughs) I was not into it. I like the idea of new hair smell. Yeah. But what would that be? It needs to be something that's subtle enough that everybody won't mind having it put on them. Mm. It can't be a divisive smell, but it also has to be strong enough for everybody to notice. Lemon. Lemon is fresh. I know plenty of people who dislike lemon. That's the trouble. There are a lot of people who aren't into the citrus thing. Mm. They might not like lemons to eat, but everyone likes the smell. Mm. I've never noticed anyone walk into a room that's been like freshly you know, wipe down something and then just like throwing up uncontrollably. Yeah. It's not to say it hasn't happened, but like there are other smells in that kind of... That ballpark. Yeah, that are not naturally occurring, but... (laughs) Yeah, those artificial lemons. (laughs) Well, no, like the the smell of lemon cleaner is not the the same smell as like an actual lemon. I mean, I do clean with just lemons. It's... That's why everything's so (laughs) sticky in here. (laughs) But not dusty or... Any other smell. Or does Dusty have a smell? Dusty definitely has a smell. Yeah. Get a, get a big snoot full of dust. <laughs> Cut up some dust with a credit card. I was going to say, this sounds like a 50-year-old man trying to be cool and talk to his son about cocaine. Mainline the dust, kid. Did you go to Greg's party and have a snoot full of dust? I can smell it on you. <laughs> you reek of it. You reek of dust. You reek of it. Have you had a haircut? I like the idea of, like... I do like the idea of a smell. We just need to find something that's universal enough, I think. People don't smell like wood unless they've been working as a carpenter. So or I a think lumberjack. Uh, your hair rarely smells like wood, I think. Mm. Mm. What if it's Christmas, though? Everything faintly smells like pine. Yeah, mm. shit. Well, there are other woods. No, no there aren't. Everything's just pine, Everything's haven't you pine. heard? Oh. All is pine. Jaffa Cakes. Back full circle. So I was going to say orange, because that's citrusy, but maybe more... It's less offensive than that, yeah. I Why think. Why don't we go back to our classic invention of omelette? I mean, not the egg variant, You don't but want your hair to smell like eggs. We don't want your hair to smell like eggs, but a food might not be a bad way I'm to taste pretty sure it. lemon and orange is a food. Have you ever eaten a pure lemon? I yes, doubt it. I love eating pure lemons. Pure lemon oh. makes me feel like a man. <laughs> makes pure me lem- feel alive. Rind and all. Pure lemon is like sorbet for the unwashed masses. <laughs> 
palate cleanser. It's a blue collar sorbet. <laughs> a moose bouche for the downtrodden. All right, but I'm clearly the only holdout on lemon. If you all want lemon, we'll go I with lemon. I think maybe a range. Maybe lemon, orange, and a Not third lime. Option. Bread. Not lime. Never Bread. lime. <laughs> Cucumber? Cucumber's That's pretty fresh. not offensive. Because you use cucumber for like facials. And like cucumber water is a thing. The cucumber like, water to like whatever the fuck that does. Cucumber scented hand sanitizer is pretty popular. Yeah. People might just. It, that's the thing. If people just confuse it with, well, he might have had a haircut or he might just have really clean hands. That's like two pretty good misconceptions to have. People say looking clean when you have a haircut. That's true. Looking sharp. Yeah. Looking, looking sharp, f- looking clean, looking, looking fresh. Looking fresh. What's looking fresher than a cucumber? Well, with a cucumber. lemon. No, cucumbers are fresher than lemons, man. Okay, what about a uh, that's why lemon that... cucumber hybrid? A lucumber? Cucumber. Clemen. <laughs> oh, a clemen. Clemen fresh. Clemeny fresh. Cuclemon fresh. Cuclemon. Cucumber. It's just like cucumber. Attorney at law. No. No. <laughs> what about lemba? Lemba. Because that's like cucumber and lemon. What about lemcumber? Lem Cumber <laughs> makes me feel uncomfortable and I can't quite place why. Hi, Lem Cumber. Nice to meet you. Oh. <laughs> That's Mr. Cumber to you. Cucumbersome. Wait, what's, what's lemony? It's like zesty, right? Zest. Cuke zest. Zest cuke. <laughs> Zucumber. Zuke. Zuke. It's just Zuke. Zuke. Hey, Zuke. kids, it's me, Zuke. Oh, no, not another mascot. We need to stop with these guys. But you can just imagine the yellow cucumber with sunglasses doing the thumbs up on yes. the front of every barber. I was thinking green lemon, but that's a thing already. <laughs> that green exists. lemon, if only. So lemon cucumber with shades called Zuke, who's ready to make you smell real good and let everybody know you had a haircut. Yeah. Can we bottle it? We can't bottle Zuke. He's a living thing. I think we tap him like a tree. <laughs> You have to put one of those horrible maple syrup things Stick in Zook. Spigot in him. That's Stick it. A spigot. spigot. Drip out the cuke juice. <laughs> yeah. His, oh my yeah. Zook juice. No, his name is Zook, but he produces cuke juice. <laughs> Zook. Vocally, cute Zook's cuke juice. Cute, cute Zook. Zook's cuke juice. Okay. I hate Patent it. Pending. Zook the cute cuke, <laughs> and his cute cucumber Luke. Lemon juice. No. There's something there. Is there? Yes. Zook. Zook the cute, cute, cute. <laughs> Kooky Zook the cute, cute juice man. <laughs> Perfect. Coming, and, and we'll put him next to the barber side. Yeah. And the like neck brush thing. And, and that's the thing. You can, you can then just be like, oh, it's, it's a big party tonight. Can I have some Zook? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hit me up with that cookies, Uke? Perfect. Go harder! Oh. You can see my competitive spirit manifest itself in so many aspects of my career. From my collaborations to my sneaker collection. You can see testaments to my go harder philosophy. If they say I can't get summer Jordan 3s, then I'll make sure to get summer Jordan 3s. Who the fuck is telling him he can't buy shoes? I don't know. It seems, in, it seems kind of needless. Yeah. But there you go. Just thought I'd interject with a little bit of wisdom. Another Khaled cutaway. <laughs> another patented Khaled cutaway. I think is that... Zook sponsored by Khaled or the other way around? You've got to believe he uses it. Yeah. Oh, he will. He his gets a haircut every day. Fresh. Right? Oh, he absolutely. He, he, yeah, I followed him on Snapchat for a bit, and he literally all his day is is walking around his garden, shouting at his flowers and getting haircuts. 
simultaneously yeah i think he could do it <laughs> i yeah. think so well, the fact is he's doing this while snapchatting which True. is almost respectable it's like they don't want him to do it but he'll, he'll do it yeah no one wants you to do it stop walking around we're cutting your hair stay still i think that moves us seamlessly onto the butt better section of the show where we take suggestions from oscar and tom and try and make them a reality not problems fixes before they get a chance to be problems preemptive solutions minority report wait no Precog Solutions with Tom Cruise. Don't put us in the bath. But better with Tom Cruise. Cut your eyeballs out. Here's a suggestion. Walt, Walter, Waltist. Yes! <laughs> Fucking what? Walt. Walt, Walter, Waltist. So, you're a new parent. <laughs> and <laughs> you take one look at your little pink knuckle child. <laughs> I mean, all kids kind of basically like clenched fists. Knuckle child. They all kind of look like knuckles. Think about it. Anyway, you take one look at your kid, and for the purpose of this demonstration, your kid is called Walt. You take one look at him and go, I'm so proud of this life I have created and all of the fantastic things he's going to go on to do. Oh, I hope he doesn't turn out to be a dickhead. Walt, Walter Waltist, is a way to determine the potential down the line of this kid you got. The idea being that it's a natural progression, Walt being the smallest, Walter being bigger, and Walter being the best. You want to make sure that that kid, like, you can do your best. You can, you know, train the kid up not to be rude and to be giving and express their emotions and have ambition and everything, but they might have an inherent dickhead streak in them. So, Walt Walter Waltist is an idea of how to work out how not shitty your kid's going to be. How do I do it? Um, I mean, so what I'm hearing here is, have you come up with Pokemon evolution trees for humans? I think that's kind of where I was seeing it. Like, little... So it's like Pete, Peter, Petist. Yeah. Okay, so what? how do we grade these people? When are the evolution points? Okay, if you had to compartmentalize full adult growth into three sections, yeah. you got like kid, teen, adult. Okay. Okay, I would say cutoff for kid is 12 years old. Yeah. Then the 12 to 24 window, it's a big range, but let's be honest, you're not an adult at 18. No. You're a piece of shit when you're 18 years old. Correct. Mm. You are I think awful. You, you'd need your four. I think you need up to up to consciousness, so like three, four. So we go from consciousness to like 10, 9, 10, like when you start having independent thoughts thoughts of, <laughs> thoughts of your own rather than just regurgitating what whatever your parents or friends yeah. have told you instead yeah. you regurgitate whatever the magazines tell you exactly then we get to like 17 18 okay because i feel like you don't change much between 9 and 18 not particularly no i mean i'm i was basically a nine-year-old until i went to university yeah your, vo- your voice is slightly deeper and you've got worse hair on your face but that's you're, you're effectively the I same mean, i had a shitty beard when i was nine still to be a fair. child yeah yeah um and then from 18 you then go to Life, adult. I, I wouldn't say so. I don't think. I think eighteen, between eighteen and twenty-two to twenty-three. Mm. I think you do the most amount of changing. Okay, so if we sure. set the cutoff point at like twenty, then anything before that is deadbeat child. I think ten. I think ten that. to twenty is fine, and then if we do twenty to kind of twenty-six, twenty-seven. Okay, and then let's be fair. Once you hit twenty-eight, you're basically thirty, and at so that point you do the rest. Got we, egg tadpole child frog no wait that's not the way it works <laughs> egg tadpole independent tadpole frog independent frog old frog grumpy frog yeah because by the time you're an old frog it doesn't really matter what you're doing true okay so so talk me through this right 
Joel has just been born. Yes. Hello. Congratulations. Hello. Well done. Yeah. So Joel is here, this big beaming bundle of joy. He doesn't look that much like a shithead. They're pretty comfortable with calling him Joel. Just they think it's going to be fine. So Joel grows up seemingly okay. He hits four with only a few major tantrums and not too many weird incidents. Okay, you, note, like, you note those down. You note those down, you for note, sure. You note those down. You compare it against the kind of the average that the nation seems to be finding and find out that, actually, Joel's a pretty exempl- exemplary little kid. Yeah. Bam. He's leveled up. What's his new name? Oh, hang on. Whoa, hang on. You've just said, bam, he's leveled up. Is he allowed to level up because he wasn't shitty? Yes. So if he had been shitty, he'd be stuck at tadpole stage. He'd be stuck at Joel. Okay. This... So if you if you meet someone who's like 32 <laughs> and you're just like, hi, uh, my name's Thomas. Uh, who are you? Like, Joel, you know to back the fuck away. I mean, I'm right here. <laughs> Called Joel at 25. So. Well, maybe you shouldn't have done so much bad stuff. But Maybe you shouldn't have missed such a shitty tadpole, dude. You'd be Joeler at least. <laughs> Joeler. <laughs> okay, so let, but let's say for posterity's sake, uh, he hits four. He's been exemplary. He levels up. What's Joel's new name? Is it Joeler? Yes, Joeler. Joeler. Okay. Okay. So he goes through all of childhood. He gets to what was the next kind of point? Eleven or twelve? Was it? Uh, yeah, I think twelve is like the middle point. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go with twelve. Hits twelve. Primary school. He has been a model student. He's been absolutely perfect. He advanced early. He advanced early, actually. Yeah, he went, he leveled up at eleven. Okay. So, okay. is this now Joelist? Um, because I, that's that's a superlative. I don't think you can be. I think up to four is pre-Joel. Yeah. Okay, that's pre-Joel. Then, you, once you gain consciousness, you can't say uh, he was a shitty person before he even was a person. Yeah, he was a shitty person before his brain worked. Everyone's shitty when they're two. Yeah. Like you don't have the the systems in place to be able to go like, nah, I'm not going to be shitty today. Yeah. You don't, you don't an exemplary just, two-year-old. Mum's had a hard week. I'm going to cut her some slack. You don't count as a person until you can refuse something and explain why you're refusing it. Yeah. So pre-Joel? Yep. Up to four. Yeah. Four Joel. to ten, Joel. Yeah. Once you Joel start Lerner. making your own input, you're then Joeler. Okay. So then you hit the 20 cap. Yeah. That's when you become Joelist? He hasn't done a good job. Oh. He's had a really bad teenage years. He went to prison once or twice. Oh. He's mugged some people. Oh, no. He tried to secure a bag and it didn't go very well. Joelus. 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 Oh, interesting. So he doesn't fall back a level, he gets a new name. Yeah, you, you can't retain. You've got. Um, in the same way that there's positive reinforcement through naming for, for, for good actions, there should be negative reinforcement for bad actions. You retain the core of it, which is Joel, for all of this. Okay. Mm. But Joelless, it's like, okay, well, he's fallen from something. I don't trust him. I think the important thing here is that the system supersedes IDs and credit checks and stuff like that for like being able to get into clubs or rent a vehicle or oh. like, mortgage and stuff. So will you get superlative-only events? Yeah, I think so, because then that keeps the social elite up there. Yeah. Interesting. So the EST is like the one that, for the 1%. Est only. So best of the est. The best of the est. The best of the est. Estist. It's, it's a, lot of, a lot of s's in there. So if you were Joelist, yeah. that shows that you are the best you can be. Yeah. You're the greatest Joel based on criteria that none of us can seem to nail down. Okay. So we're having a est celebrities or? Yeah. A est celebrities. Okay. Is there anything higher than a superlative state in this? Maybe it's. Um... Can we have mega Joelist? I was thinking we just attack on another level. So you have Joelist and then you have Joelister. Oh, but then you can't have Joelistist. Well. 
It could just keep on stacking in. in you have like great great grandparents. You do. Oh, what? So if you just like you're at a party and this fifty year old guy rocks up with a smug look on he's his like face, like a child prodigy. Yeah, and like you you like meet him and he's just like, uh, "Hi, I'm I'm Thomas. Uh, nice to meet you." And he's like, "Thomas, huh? Hi, Marcus. Dis 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 dis." Pleasure to meet you. And then you're floored because you've never met anyone of such high status before. Mm. Maybe we have some shorthand for it. So it'd be like Marcus 3, Marcus 4. Marcus cubed. Marcus cubed. <laughs> well, no, because then we'd no, have yeah. to have Marcus to the power. Oh, no, that's fine then, because then you just have the original name. So it's the idea of, um, you know, like a karate belt system. Yeah. You get to black belt, and you go, what's higher than black belt? Black Dan's. belt. Dan's. <laughs> it's just tacking something on the end of it. So a Marcus seventh Dan. Yeah, seventh. <laughs> what if you're a Dan? A Dan. <laughs> I'm the Dan is no, Dan three level. That's Dan. exactly what we do. Hi, I'm Mark seventh Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so what you get to get getting all the way up to Ist is one. Yeah. yeah, and then you go back to the beginning again. But you've like so I'm Oscar. I'm, so, I'm saying Oscar first Oscar. Yeah, I'm saying name namer namist. Yep, namister. And then instead of name is test, you become name, name first level name. Yeah, name first name. So I'm Oscar Oscar. <laughs> so I'm Oscar first Oscar. Oscar first Oscar. Yeah, Oscar first Oscar. Yeah, and then that's and then 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 you level up again and it's oh, no, Oscar second Os- Oscar. Oscar must be your stage of the moment. So you're actually Oscar first Osc. Yeah, 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 that would make sense. Yeah, that's true. Oscar first Osc. Osc seventh o- Osc. Osc seventh. Oscarist. Starting to sound like I'm summoning something. <laughs> Ask seventh ask. I quite yeah. Actually, this is a perfect system. Mm. So I mean, this is going to bring about a new pecking order. But that seems to be every episode we invent new social norms. Yeah, I mean, Oscar's already above both of us. It's so. true. Yeah, fuck. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, he's yeah. an uh. There, there was no reasoning behind that for me choosing this. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, are there any names where this isn't going to work? Hannah, Fleur. <laughs> oh no, Fleur is because Fleur bad without idea. the R is just. Fleur. Flirt, <laughs> mm. second flirt. It doesn't no. doesn't really work. Okay, yeah. so for them, we're going to need just one alternative name scheme that we can tack on, and then I think we can call us done. I think we just stick with we just don't add anything on. No, they start at flirt, and then they go flirt first flirt. Wait, so if you're born, okay, well, no, because this will encourage you not to give your kids those kind of names. Mm. So if you are a very wealthy, high class family. You can call your child Fleur and give them a leg up like right away. Oh, I see. So like they kind of skip the f- stage; they just go straight to Fleur. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I can see that. I mean, I like the fact that every time we invent a new social paradigm, we always make sure to bake inequality right mm. in there into it. What I'm saying is, alternatively, we just don't address it, roll out the system, and then when people complain, we throw them to like a 404 error page. We'll have an FAQ. No, when, what when, if my child's called this? When people complain, they just lose it. They lose down a level. They, they become. They, they, they become. Speak to them. Yeah, exactly. They become a social pariah, and they'll never climb back up again. Because who's going to keep wanting to speak to someone called? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Every time they complain, they lose another letter. <laughs> Hi, and oh no, <laughs> no, it's fine. I had custard creams yesterday. <laughs> I think I think we're done. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. Walt Walter Waltist. A perfect system. Walt, seventh Walt. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I think we're good to go. Yeah. Slightly more ethereal solution this week, but I think it'll do. Uh, I love ethereal? it. Ethereal. And we're where did the ghosts come into it? We're ranking people. Oh, everyone's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's this afterlife. <laughs> Sorry, afterlife. I thought I said that in the in the pitch. 
My bad. <laughs> cool. So I think that brings us to the end of the show. I think we've fixed enough for one day. And we're only first and second level, so can't expect much more. No. We're still improving. We're still growing. Maybe next week I'll be Jola. <laughs> Not if I have anything to say about it. Is it voted by committee? <laughs> I'm afraid I can't disclose that information to a first level. Me and the other errs have to go and err and uh, I'm about it. <laughs> no, idiot. <laughs> okay. And on that rank check... <laughs> I think we'll say goodbye now. Thank you so much for listening. We've been First World Solutions. If you enjoyed what we do here on the show, then please, please do share it around with your friends. Send them a link, send them an invite, send them a snippet. Are evites a thing? Evites can be a thing. Can you send them an e-card with just our faces on? Send them a gift card with zero monetary value and a note saying, check out this sick podcast. First World Solutions. We expect all of this homework to be done by next week. Set them a time limit. Yeah. Don't say, check this out when you have time. Say, check this out. You better have yeah. time. By this date, the clock is ticking. There will be a quiz. <laughs> be militant about it. You expect to rank up. That's what we need. Yeah. If you have any of your own problems, which you feel that we would be able to tackle, uh, please do send them our way, either through the at First World Solutions Twitter or the First World Solutions or First World Problems hashtags. We do check both before the show every week. Or you can message us directly on our Facebook page, that's First World Solutions on Facebook, or email us at fwscast at gmail.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a review and a rating. It really helps us out. Massive shout out to those who've already done it. Our page is looking lovely, filled with lots of kind words. It puts a big old smile on our face. It's very nice. Yes, please do keep doing that. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. Bless up. I've been... No problems. No problems.